0: Triple M's Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Thanks to Makita XGT, the professional choice for cordless convenience, unmatched performance and power without limits. Rush hour. Gus Walland, Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor. This is the Triple M rush hour. Rush, hour, rush hour. Yeah, welcome
1: back to the Rush Hour. Wade Graham in for Jude Bolton. Jude's away with his daughter having a uh, daughter-father camp at uh, Year 7 at her new school, so he'll be back tomorrow. Del, how you going, brother? Mate, I'm feeling good, mate. Sydney is—it's buzzing, mate. Why is it buzzing? Tell everyone.
2: Well, mate, Taylor Swift and and, and Travis Kelsey. Yes. Like people are loving the, everything that's going on with Taylor Swift. She she would have brought so much money into the economy. Even at my local last one, I went up there I had a steak and there's uh, there's families uh, in and around Millers Point there coming for the Tay Tay concert.
3: There you go. How are you going, waiter? Hey. I'm good. I'm good. It's great to be here off the bench for Jude. Mm. Yep.
2: That's where you started your career, So I played plenty of
3: spending... time off the bench. I've some of my best work, actually. Origin beat Queensland off the bench once. So... Yeah, wait a no, Nice um, early clip. Travis, NFL's over. He's Super Bowl champion, but he's here for Taylor Swift. Mm. Now, we call, what do we call him? The Kelseys. All Taylor's fans are the Swifties. Yeah. What, what do we call him, Travis?
2: I reckon we call him Mr. Swift. Mr.
3: Swift. Oh, that that's is a nice. Mr. Swift, that's what they were saying. Well, Mr. It?
1: Swift has brought his yeah. mate along called Ross Travis. Everyone's thinking it might be his bruh, but it's not. It's a boy called Ross Travis, and mm. I've just looked him up. He's an American footballer, tied end. He's a free agent. Mm. He played college basketball, never played college football, then yeah. went to the Chiefs to watch his best mate play, and they went, you know what? you got a good build for, for footy, so the Kansas City Chiefs, Picked him up. Wow. And he's now on the freebie on the private jet from Hawaii yeah. after being on the drink for 10 days. That's cool. He must be loving life, Ross Travis.
3: Well, you know how their roster works over there. There's tight end one. There's tight end two. There's tight end three. Tight end three probably never gets any game time or, or even looks like getting game time. Okay. And Travis Kelsey isn't just tight end one yeah. in his team. He's tight end one in the NFL. So yeah, yeah. he's he's on so, the gravy train. So old
1: Ross Travis not getting much game, <laughs> no. but he probably gets the ring and then the free flight now. So So that's (laughs) awesome. Good to have you on board and obviously a big NRL season coming up as well, which we're going to do after the break. Welcome back to the Rush Hour. Gus Jude and Wendell Wade Graham in for Jude. Jude is back tomorrow. Time to talk some footy.
0: footy Yeah, Dale,
1: Steve Crichton named Bulldog captain. First year coming across from the Panthers. He's the skipper.
2: Yeah, look, I think it's a big call. I think, look, he'll do a good job. I mean, obviously, he's going to be centre. I, I know there's an opportunity he could be playing fullback, but centre. Um, look, I'm a big fan of Reed Marnie, but I think, you know, when you talk about captains, when you talk about leadership, Reed Marnie, I think, leads from the front. But Crichton, you know, I think he wants that responsibility. Wadey, this is probably more your sort of end. You've been captain for a club.
3: Yeah, mate, I love it. I love it. Obviously, I played against Stephen Crichton uh, last year. And, you know, whether it was because he knew it was his last year at Penrith he played with a different sort of presence on the field than I, I'd experienced with him before. He's always – has been a good player. In my mm. opinion, he's – you know, him and Joey Marno are the best centers in the competition. But you just – you know, the way he was talking on the field to his team, the way he was communicating, he just had that edge about yep. him last year. And I think it's a great move from the Bulldogs. He comes from that experienced um, and culture, successful yeah. team at Penrith. I think he takes the pressure off Reid Now I, I feel like – Reed was a little bit exposed last year just because he didn't have the same middles around him that he had at Parramatta in sure. in Junior Paulo and, and Regan Campbell Gillard. And that allows him just to take a little bit of a backward seat, steer the team around a bit more, doesn't have to do, you know, all the talking with the referee. And you know who also takes pressure off? Matt Burton. Because yep. he's been their man for a long time. Mm. Sort of not necessarily the best pieces around him. And he hasn't really stood up to the level that we all expected him after he left Penrith Mm. so I love it I think it's a great decision I think we might even see a better side of Stephen Crichton too because we're going to see more of him in the media more of him after the matches it might bring him out of his shell and, and I think he's a, he's a tremendous young guy that the game has at the moment. And Beautiful. I, I love that for the dogs.
1: Yeah, good for the doggies. What about Lua? Apparently 900,000 a season. It's actually seven hundred, and the Cowboys are actually picking up a little bit of that as well. Jared, uh, we're here, Hargrave, yep. JWH. He's joined Hull Kingston Rovers for 2025. He's obviously going to have a hell of a year with the Roosters. Hopefully stays on the field, stays on the right side of the line, but that's a great, that's a great win for the Super League, let alone Hull KR. Yeah,
3: definitely. I think he's close to 300, isn't he? So yeah. that'll be a he's great good, milestone he, for
1: him. And if he plays all games without suspensions and stuff, record. he could be the he yeah. could be the most. Oh, yeah. when there you Because he, yeah. he, he's two ninety eight with six at Manly, two ninety two at the Chuky. So if he plays the whole season, finals and wins the grand final, oh, I
3: wish him <laughs> the best. I, Jared's a contemporary of mine, right? I, I played against him my whole career. We came into the the NRL at the same time, so I wish nothing but the best for him for his last season, and, and he'll have fun over in the Super League as well.
1: What about Kyle Flanagan um, has spoken about the scrutiny that comes with playing under his father, Wado. What are your thoughts on that?
3: Yeah, it's a unique situation. Um, We we see the success of the Clearies and and you try and measure that because, well, you, you, you look at that as a template, right, but it's hard to measure up to that because it's been so successful. It's arguably the best combination, father and son of all time. And we've seen in other clubs, you know, just Brad Arthur and Jacob Arthur, the other pressures that come with it and, you know, me personally, I would find it hard to play under my old man. I love my old man. He's one of my best mates. I have so much respect and admiration for him. But when it comes to talking footy about each other and about the game and our thoughts in it, we clash. So it's not a dynamic that I would be able to handle. But Kyle and, and Shane have had it their whole career. I was, when Shane was a coach at Sharks, Kyle was coming through the juniors. So it was always on a collision course for them yeah. to be together. Um, at some stage, and again, knowing them both personally, I, I wish them the best. It's, it's a big year for the Dragons. Um, They've got, you know, hopefully a lot of improvement in them wow. under Shane Flanagan. And yeah, a big part of that is going to you know be the way Kyle plays.
1: Yeah, good call. What about injured winger Dom Young? He is going to Vegas. Not going to play, but the Roosters have taken him. He's part of the squad. That's a good call by the Chookies. Yeah, it is, mate. Because you want to part
2: of that squad, you know. He's big profile, mate. He looks great the way that he gets around. So he'll have the sponsors. He'll go around the sponsors, and then round two, he'll be back and he'll entertain the Roosters. What a great buy! I'm massive Dom Young fan. He's, yeah. he's he's big, sexy, and he's like a he's like a lion. He's like a lion that just you know when it reminds he reminds you of you, doesn't he? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And all those
1: Newcastle listeners right now driving off the road, so disappointed they've lost him. Dobbing in either yourself or one of your mates or family members who is a dodgy driver. What about this bloke? What about this bloke? CCTV footage shows this bloke cruising into a, a service station, right? But as we all know, as you're trying to line up, remember what side of your car you've got to fill your petrol in. He's worked that out and he's just trying to nudge up close to the car in oh, front of him no. so we can line up to fill his petrol tank, right? Yeah. We've all been there. Mm-hmm. He just nudges a little bit too much and ends up running into the back of the car of the bloke who's already in front yeah. of him filling up. Well, unfortunately for this bloke, the person whose car he ran into, undercover cop. Oh,
3: <laughs> how, old, yeah. how old was he?
1: Well, by the looks of the CCTV, yeah. not particularly old. Uh, this happened in Croydon about 2.30 on February 15. So... Rookie. Absolute rookie era. The photo, we'll, we'll whack it up on, our, uh, <laughs> on one of our socials pages. Boys, time to dob yourself in. Dell in particular, I'm oh, looking yeah. at you. You're a terrible driver. Yeah, look, mate, my driving hasn't been great. Like, I,
2: sometimes I think I'm Peter Brock, like I'm just... <laughs> I'm speaking, I know Lewis Hamilton, more like Lewis Hamilton, I get A to B, and sometimes, you know, when I've been a bit late for a few things, yeah. my time manager's not good because I'm putting on the music, I'm talking to people, and I'm just getting held up, and yeah. I'm pulling the association, I'm getting the snack,
1: <laughs> and I'm just looking, just, yeah, my... You're the guy that doesn't prepare for his travel. Yeah. Which means it gets you in a little bit of trouble. It does, mate, you're right, it does. Now, Waito, yeah. now, this, you, you haven't been on the show very long. This is one thing that you've got to be careful of. You don't throw your missus under the bus. Well,
3: it's, it's not my wife. But okay. It, so it's my wife's friend. So oh, she's out. Oh um, What's her name? Her name's Frederick. She's French-Canadian. My wife's from Montreal. So she's out visiting oui, oui. Um, our house. She's staying at our place. But she's keen to do some exploring and she's just gone down to the Jarvis Bay at the south coast. Oh, beautiful. Nice. But before she rented a car, she wanted to have a little bit of a practice because in Canada, it's left-hand drive, like left-hand right. steering yeah, like wheel the Yanks, right? and the drive on the right-hand side. So I was like, okay, sweet. I'll let you take my car. I've got a Hilux, right? So it's probably not like the best car to fly right, straight mate. away. So right. I was like, I'll take you for a drive, teach you the roundabouts because I don't have roundabouts over there and just, oh, no. just give you a feel for it. and. You know what it's like here. We, because we drive on our side, we hug the middle lane and yeah. we, we stay away from the cars parked on the left-hand side. Like, mate, right. my my mirror was almost <laughs> scraping across some of the parked cars, and I was like, "Hey, just hold the middle, just hold the middle." So that was an experience. But she hired a car, got herself down to Jarvis Bay. Explored, made it back in one piece. So, oh, well if, done. If, well, if you're listening, I'm proud of you.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're proud of you. But what about all the stuff happening in her rear vision mirror? Yeah, all the stuff well. that's happening behind her. Dob in, your dodgy driver. Is it you or someone else? Plenty of calls to get through. Good day, Ashley.
4: Oh, hi, guys. How you going? We're really
1: well. Welcome to the show. Oh, Who's your dodgy driver? It?
4: Oh, look, I'm going to throw her under the bus, but mind you, the way she drives, I'm pretty sure she's going to end up under one. Oh, no. It's my mum. She's a shocker. She's one of those drivers who... Speeds up someone's ass and then slams on the brakes and then speeds up someone's bum and then slams yeah. on the brakes. Yeah, and it's it's awful. It's you're thrusting back and forth. And last year, um, I was to be induced with a high risk pregnancy, oh, and oh she offered to drive me to the hospital so my husband could sort out our kids. And obviously, I had pregnancy brain, and I didn't think. <laughs> and I got in the car with her and. Off we go, and we are going 100 miles per hour for no good reason, slamming on the brakes. Going again, slamming on the brakes, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I don't need to be induced. You're going to do it for me. <laughs> what's your mum's name, Ash? I was feeling so sick, yeah. and I said, okay, no, pull over, I'm done, and I ordered an Uber and got myself to the hospital because oh, I just couldn't do it.
1: Oh, what's your mum's name, Ash.
4: Her name's Marlene. Marlene. Marlene.
1: Thank you, Ash. Marlene, Marlene. You, what do well, you say? You need to be better. You need to be better. Simple <laughs> that, yeah.
3: Ben, who's your dodgy driver, mate? What's the story? Yeah, mate, my brother. He's 29. He's only just got his license this year. And, oh. mate, oh. he couldn't drive a tack up someone's arse. <laughs> <laughs> Why so did
1: it bad. take him so long to get his license?
3: Uh, he's not interested in it. Everybody gave him lifts. Yeah. You know, he just had no need to get it. And I think he's just purely a lazy ass as well. <laughs> yeah. What's his name, Ben? His name is Lucas, mate. And the first time I got in the car with him, we went to the local shopping centre and he can't reverse. Oh. So oh, I pull into this park and he pulled into the park and then when it came to come out, he can't
0: go, he can't do the reverse thing with his left and right. So one side he hit one car and one side he hit the other and oh, continue. No.
3: As an older brother, Ben, do you give him a bit of stick about it? You have to give him some stick, surely.
2: Oh, mate, I give him heaps of stick. I'm the older brother and, yeah, I give it to him, mate. (laughs) Good (laughs) on you, Ben. Good call, brother. Well, let's go to Kelly. Kelly, come on, tell us. Tell us. You you must have a – who's the worst driver in your family?
5: Well, it was actually me when I was on my L's. Mm -hmm. Um... We decided my boyfriend had a Nissan Skyline and absolutely adored it. It was like <laughs> oh, yeah. his baby. So we decided we were going to go and have McDonald's for dinner. So on the old plates went and off we went. And um, as I went to park, I, it was a manual. I accidentally thought I was hitting the brake, but I hit the accelerator. Oh, no. And I ploughed up through the garden oh. and through the wall into the kids' playground area.
6: Oh, no, Kel. No, so
5: I, <laughs> I just had all these parents just staring at me and all these kids crying. And I was crying and my boyfriend said, get out, get out. So he <laughs> jumped in and we reversed out. He looked at his car and went. That's it, and then we went to KFC. And got KFC for dinner. Oh, oh. yeah,
1: two excellent yeah. choices. Yeah, like that. Kelly, man. you still with that, black?
5: Uh no. Yeah, yeah. He, he had, had to go. go.
1: He had to go. Thanks for all the calls we couldn't, couldn't get to as well. Let's talk to this Australian comedian legend
0: next guest is not to be confused with the sensational Aussie yeah. comedian Anthony Lehman. His last name is also Lehman, but unlike the lovable Lemo, the comedian, hey. this guy's made over 1,000 appearances in first class cricket. As opposed to Anthony Lehman's yeah. over 1,000 appearances on The Project. He's coached the Australian cricket team for six years, unlike the comedian Lemo who only coached them for three. Our guest played a massive role in Australian cricket, whereas Anthony Limo, the comedian, not the guy we're talking to, don't get confused, plays a massive role on the ABC comedy Utopia. Yes, they, they both are from South Australia, but again, don't confuse him with the incredibly talented and witty comedian who's the face of Vegemite 2.0. It's not that oh, Lehman no. that we're talking to. Please <laughs> welcome to the Rush Hour, Darren Lemo. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it is Lemo. Hey,
7: Lemo. Uh, oh, Boop wishes he launched Ice Neck 2.0. Bloody oath. But he didn't. I'll you. So lovely to be here, by the way. It's good to
1: have you, you in, me,
7: Who said dreams don't come true?
1: Oh, mate. It's good mate, to have mate. you in, mate. You've got a new show, plus you've been doing some wonderful stuff on Triple, and we think you're better than the Blake you replaced. <laughs> just keep saying. I'm Yeah. You did that. a great job. We, we love listening to you, mate. How <laughs> yeah. much did you enjoy that, mate? Obviously jumping in like you did at the tail end I... of the year, and now
7: rush hour in, in Melbourne. I love. You know what? I'm the Andy Bickle of Triple M. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh-huh, yeah. Carry <laughs> those tricks, mate. At least 11 times.
7: I used to love Andy Bickle, but I yeah. just felt so Sorry for him. Mm. You probably know him, Gus, is he? He is. Does he reflect on that with a smile on his face? He is
1: one of the nicest blokes in the world. Most 12th man um, yep. ever, 28 test matches. Yes. He said that the end of his, like, that 10th test match being 12th man, he had every single player's individual drink perfectly done. Mark yeah. Waugh wanted his cordial strong. <laughs> Steve War wanted his cordial a little bit weaker, but with ice, he had every single bottle because that's all I goddamn did for two
7: and a half years. But every time he had an opportunity... He was brilliant. He nailed it. The wisdom record, cordial mixing in their, in their oh, books. He, he's got the, all that skill, yeah. yeah. Mate, can
2: I tell you a funny story about uh, Andy Bickle, mate? One of the absolute champions. Can, it, can you Winsander. tell this story? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a good story, actually. <laughs> so he came to, one, after um, an origin function, you know, yeah. and this back in the old days, Freddie and that, we used to all get together and just get on the piss. Um, you know, that'll surprise you. And <laughs> he got in a fight with Tim Brasher. So, Tim Brasher, not a bad bloke, but Andy Bickle, mate, nicest bloke in the world. So Yeah, so that, Brasher's sort of... Well, uh, Brasher's a bit different. He's a bit weird, so there Brasher, you, you know. But We're yeah. putting that on Brasher then. Yeah, right? 100%. Andy Bickle, a legend. And they had a punch on. Virtually, yeah, in an in, in origin, function, all the boys <laughs> yeah. <Four. laughs>
7: oh, so, mate, you've got a brand new show. Tell us about I, it. I have indeed. It's called Camper Van Gogh. And uh, it's about just family holiday disasters, But We've all been on one, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, yes. We've all been on a family well, holiday. I
3: mentioned in the camper van, I've, I've got a story of my own and I want you to tell us about your show oh. with a camper van.
7: Well, I, well, I'll tell you, here's the bridge. This is what happened, right? I hired a camper van, which I'd never done before because I thought it would be a fun thing to do, nice bonding thing for the family. Beautiful. We were driving from Alice Springs to Uluru to Darwin. 3,000 kilometres. Wow. Wait, is that the same? You... S-
3: similar. We drove from um, S- Sydney, picked up in Kerala <laughs> near my house. Drove yeah. it to Uluru oh, and, then, right, and, and then, then back. Right, and then okay. Back.
7: So you you got a taste of it, right? Yeah, I know. I in know. the we... camp, it was one of those big Maui vans, right, where the top comes over oh, the cabin. yeah, nice. It was me, my wife and our son and my mother-in-law oh, no. and my wife's best friend. Oh, Oh, okay. Turns out that's too many people. Yeah. Yeah. You should have stopped at your son. Yeah. It said, <laughs> when I hired it, it said it's a six-birth camper van. Yeah. So I thought I'd never hide one before. I thought I oh, was plenty of room. Yeah. We got room for one more if we need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, you Tiger? I, I pick it up, we get in. I find out that six-birth means it's got room for six people you've just given birth to.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh. it's got room for. Oh.
7: It was the worst two weeks of my life, oh, and oh, every oh. permutation of argument you've had in your personal life was in that van. Oh, no, and no. you can't escape. They say if you have a fight. Go For a walk, that's a nice thing, Yep. You know, just clear your head, mm. right? You don't have yeah. to be fighting with your partner. Mm. Go outside, clear your head. You can't escape. No, well, you we, can't. Es- I'd fight with someone, we'd tell each other to get stuffed, then you turn your back and you can still hear them breathing.
3: Oh, Yes, how did you do it? Did you stop it, like at uh the rest stops or were you at the caravan parks well, with we, the electricity? Because it's, it's you got to judge your trips right when you're out there in the remote, you got three, four hundred K before you. Get caravan tight with electricity. You might have to
7: stop. And also, it was busy because it was school holidays. We had to book ahead everywhere we went, and some don't take bookings. So you've got to get in early, or yeah. you're you're on the side of the road yep. for the night. And that, well, the big oh four, the that, big
1: four would turn you around if you haven't got a
7: if you don't you get got in got there booking, quick enough. If you haven't got a booking, no, you're stuffed. Bloody so hell! So we were, and I was driving as well. And oh my god, we would we drove we drive from Alice Springs to Uluru. My wife had been drinking for six hours. She rolled out the back of that van with her best friend like it was Mad Monday. Oh, we love Mad Monday. My wife gets out of the van in Uluru and goes, "You could have told me there'd be this much driving." What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh man! You never looked at a map. (laughs) That's so good. Did you think? Did you
1: think Uluru was at Alice Springs Airport? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I must admit, when I first went there, I
7: actually did think that.
1: Yeah. It is much further
7: than I thought. Well, in, in that one, I think I'm with her. If you talk to cab drivers in Alice Springs, they'll tell you how often people have jumped in cabs and said, take me to Uluru. Of oh. course, do you realise that's a five-hour? Yeah. And they're like, oh, right, really? Yeah. Hmm. So we were just into each other, and the fighting got worse and worse and worse, right? And then we got to... Uh, we got to we, we thought we were hiding it. Because you know, you get out of the van, you take a smiley photo. Yep. Put it people on social media thought I was having a great time. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we get to this is one of my favorites, right? We get to Mataranka and we pull into the caravan park and I jump out of the van to check us in, right? And there's a woman's little hole in the wall there where there's this woman checking people into the caravan park. So I park the big Maui, I jump out, I walk over, and she looks over my shoulder at the van as I'm walking towards her. And uh and she goes, right to two adults. And I go, No, 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 no four adults, and a five-year-old. And she just stops writing mid-word, <laughs> looks at me and goes, so how's that working out yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah.
1: Mate, brilliant.
7: We'll, we'll make sure we get all the details yeah. up
1: so everyone can come along and watch the Fantastic. show. Yeah. And if you can hang around, we want to play Two Strong Hearts, you and Del. Oh, please. Look it's in each other's it's eyes, it's come please. up with the same answers. Yeah, it's... Two Strong Hearts coming up next on The Rush Hour. Time for this.
2: Two We sleep together
1: like a honey and a bee. Two Strong Hearts with Limo and Del Limo. Thank you for hanging around. A pleasure. Two Strong Hearts, just to give you an example for any listeners driving along or listening to us, this is how it works. As an example, you've got to say the same answer as Del Mm -hmm. to this question. Your favourite flavour of chip in three... Two, one, solid. Vinegar. vinegar. Beautiful. You go, so mate. you'd be one out of one, right? Yeah. Okay. However, that doesn't so count. You wasted one, boys. Wasted, wasted one, one right. we're
7: going to look. That's right. Oh, okay. we're feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sniffing five out of five. Oh, salt salt vinegar. Vinegar. That oh, yeah, would be a, that would be a world record. Five from five.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not sniffing anything again.
7: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. I got
1: us in trouble. Okay. Oh, all right. Here we go. Since that chat with HR. Glass house. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. A Disney character in three, two. One Bugs Bunny is Bugs Bunny Disney no, Warner no, it's Brothers. No, it's, it's Warner Brothers. Yeah, what did you say? I said Mickey you didn't Mouse. Say well, you sort of you, you <laughs> yeah. had that's a stroke a girl, no. and, and and sort of half said <laughs> yeah, Mickey, yeah. which would have been a better answer because
3: okay. that not is not a Bugs Disney character. That's that's right. right. that's 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 right. Come, right. all, that's come on, on, boys, we can't peek in okay. the trolls. Let's go okay. together. All right, come on.
1: A board game in three, two, one. Monopoly. Yeah, that's good. You're back. There was definitely a connection there. it. something you find in a shed. In three, two, one. Hammer! Oh, <laughs> sorry. Two yeah. good, two good yeah, okay, answers.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah,
1: Yeah, Come on, Dell, you're better than this, bro. Okay. All right. A yum cha dish. In three, two, one. Chicken. Dumplings. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. Dumplings is yeah, the chicken. answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't, what did you go with? Chicken. I don't. I don't chicken? I
2: don't, I don't, chicken what? I don't have... Chicken, chicken feet? I don't eat, I don't <laughs> eat yum cha. You're char. a dumpling man. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Get a Tim Sim <laughs> up, yeah. Far <laughs> out. I'm not good, I'm not good. How many have we
3: got? One, one from three. Away.
1: Wait, how many? How many they
2: got? It's
3: one. But I'm starting to think we might need to throw the trial one in.
1: Okay, here we go. The last one. Okay, something you'll find in a Las Vegas casino in three, two, one. Chips. Roulette. Oh. Both good answers. Yeah. I'm lucky yeah. someone didn't say hooker. So that's
3: cool. <laughs> well,
2: Limo, thank
1: you so yeah. much for joining us, mate. Thank <laughs> you, much so so
7: we, so we need a bonding session together?
1: We do, mate. I love a bonding session. We'll to, do to it again. To get I'll... the connection happening. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Lemo. Time now for this.
0: Triple M presents Pearl Jam. Live on their Dark Matter World Tour. With special guests, the Pixies, playing Giant Stadium November 21. Get your tickets Friday at pearljam.com. Rochelle is man or woman.
1: Yeah, we're excited. Triple M is proud to present Pearl Jam on their return to Australia for the Dark Matter World Tour 2024 this November. Have you got someone in your life that's the better man or woman to the help your others out in times of need? Now's your chance to let them know that they're the better man and we could be sending you both to Pearl Jam. Head to m.com.au. tell us about your better man and we could be calling you. And, boys, we have Emma on the line right now. G'day, Emma. Welcome to the show.
8: Hi, guys. Thank you.
1: Now, you've nominated a better man. Please tell us who that is and why.
8: I have. I nominated my dad or stepdad, but dad to me. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad came into my life about 20 years ago and um, after a couple of years with mum, I adopted him. So I changed <laughs> my name to his last name.
3: Oh, oh that's awesome. I love it. He
8: that. was basically just everything that represented a dad that should stand up when the, the first one didn't. So um, kudos to all the stepdads and bonus dads out there um so (laughs) since then my dad has just uh been there done that picked up the pieces um a couple of years ago actually be three years next month my mum passed away so that's how he came into my life in the first place my mum was very sick for two years with cancer leading up to the passing and um I felt like we just became the best team we were full-time carers we were both had full-time jobs and he just did everything he could for me and my children. I had a newborn at the time. Um, so as well as working around the clock, he was working around the clock for all of us as well. And even though mum isn't here now, he still does that for me. So um, my dad's definitely a living legend. Not to mention he's, best friend just passed away oh. on Saturday, just gone oh, No, for exactly the same cancer as mum did. So unfortunately, he's having to go through those triggers and reliving mm. it again right now. So it's time for me to return the favour.
1: Oh. Well, Emma, you sound amazing. Yeah. And uh, Wade, myself and Della got our hands on our yeah. hearts just looking at each other and what yeah. an amazing lady you are, how you describe yeah. that. And now let's talk to that better man. We've got Mick on the line right now. G'day, mate. Yeah, how you doing? Mate, what was that like to hear what Emma oh. said and... and... Your life has been gone through some uh, real ups yeah.
6: and downs. yeah look fantastic what you just said, and uh, yeah yeah, both of us um, you know uh, had a few really struggling years, um having to deal with um everything that's sort of left behind, but um you know when when you hear that sort of thing, it um, you know, it brings a smile to your face, so yeah, very nice.
3: Mate, brought a smile to all our face. When Emma was speaking about you, you could hear the admiration and the love in her voice, um, you know, and the step where she said she adopted you, she oh, took on your last name. Yeah. Hearing wow. that come from Emma, how, how proud does that make you uh, feel, mate?
6: Yeah, yeah, very, very proud, uh, extremely, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's just fantastic, as I said, so hearing that sort of thing said about you.
1: Well, Gussie,
2: mate, someone's cutting onions here. It's over to you, Gussie. Yeah, we're
1: all cutting onions here. So, guys, we'd love to now say that you've won a double pass to go and see Pearl Jam. So congratulations to both of you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. That's fantastic. It's absolutely our pleasure. Triple M presents Pearl Jam live on their Dark Matter World Tour with special guests at Pixies playing Giant Stadium November 21. Get your tickets on Friday at pearljam.com, but you guys have got yours already. You can kick back and relax, have something to look forward to together.
8: Thank Fantastic. you so much. This is really appreciated. And it's Mum's birthday
3: right around the concert. Oh, oh nice. Yes. Nice. Well, enjoy, guys. Congratulations and enjoy. Yep, you're thank a legend, you. Emma. Thank you. Well and thank done,
1: you, Emma, Mick. Mick. You're an yeah. absolute, you're definitely a better man. Welcome back to the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude, and Wendell. Jude out. Wade Graham in. Let's talk to this man. Read
0: about it. Read about it. Ready's Mail.
1: Yeah, if you want to know what's happening in the game of Rugby League, Reedy is your man. And Bulla Bulla to you, big fella.
6: How much are you enjoying Fiji? Uh, it's not a bad part of the world. <laughs> is a gussie. Bulla to you. I uh, just had uh, a dip in the ocean. Went to Newcastle, train today. Watched the Knights uh, go through their paces. And, uh, no, it's not a bad spot to be. So home for one day and then off to Vegas. So I've got, got a pretty crazy couple of weeks.
3: Reedy, wait out here, mate. Before we get into your stuff, I've got a little bit of mail for you. I just want to know if I'm, I'm doing it right. So... We've had Sophie's mum call in, and, and Sophie works at the Great White Restaurant in West Hollywood. It's currently catering to the Roosters, and the reports are that mm. the young boys are being very friendly and flirty, and they've Ooh. got some caps as merchandise for the restaurant. Have you heard about that yet, mate? Am I doing this <laughs> I right? I heard
6: about that, way though, but... I'm looking for some column items, so that's going to get a start <laughs>
3: yeah. tomorrow now. Did I go all right there? i got my source and my story, my scoop. Is that, a, is that how this journalism stuff works? But
6: I liked it. I liked it. it. was a bit. I've got to say, it was a little bit controversial, Wade. Yeah, I know. Because you know what? The, the young blokes aren't supposed to be drinking, so... I didn't say they were drinking. Oh, I, I said they were just being friendly. Oh, okay, okay. Friendly and flirty. i extrapolated that out because they'd only be friendly See, if that's, they that's, drink that's, some of their
3: That's where the controversy comes in when you yes. start making up stuff <laughs> that wasn't said.
1: Assumptions, <laughs> But uh, really, let's talk about Vegas. Of course, that's coming up. You're on your way yeah. there. How much um, are you worried about sort of the warnings and the perils of Vegas, if you like?
6: Well, I'm not too worried about We had a story last week. Obviously, the clubs got spoken to by the... Uh uh, the policeman over there is in ch- was in charge of security at the Super Bowl. I had a chat with him again this morning. And look, I mean, there's some issues around obviously drugs and some, and, and, and ladies of the night, shall we say, over there. So, yeah. you know, basically they've been warned about that, but... um you know, I I don't think he's overly concerned. I think obviously they, have, they have people come to town all the time. They just players have just got to be smart, and they've got security guards around them, and and people looking after them. So, um, you know, as long as they they stay in their lane. The one thing he did say was there's obviously there was a report today today about the three players who are under the age of 21 who who aren't allowed to drink in America, obviously. And uh, one thing he did say w- was that those the senior players in those respective squads need to take care of those young guys and make sure they don't put them in. Difficult positions by potentially offering them drinks mm. when they're not allowed to drink in America. So that was quite interesting, I thought, for him. But you know, a lot of it was obviously the stuff we read we read last week about. Just you just need to have your guard up and and, and be aware of the situations around you. And if you're having any drama, he spoke a lot about social media and people wanting to get get you in TikToks and and those sort of things. And players just need to be aware of, of what's going on around them. If there's anything that remotely appears like. Um, it could put him in a difficult position. Just walk away. Yeah. Just walk away and get out of there. They know who you are. Um, and, I, and and I did ask him, you know, interestingly, uh, Garcia, I said to him, is there a buzz about the game? And he said, yes, I'm looking forward to it. That's so- good. I don't think you knew the difference between rugby and rugby league, but he's looking forward to it regardless.
2: Good. Mate, close to home, uh, obviously, you know, you're over there with Newcastle Knights. Caleb Ponga, he mm. dropped a few kilos, mate. And, uh, mate, what's going on
6: there? Is he going to play on Sunday or not? Uh, he's going to play. He trained today. He's been a bit sick this week. Actually, he's had a bit of a, I think, uh, a gastro thing, and he dropped a few Ks this week. But I've got to say, he looks absolutely shredded. And I spoke to him about... Uh, you know, his off-season and what he's been doing. It's quite interesting as a group of them who've been in a WhatsApp chat. They're swapping recipes and, and Kaelin's watching what he's eating. So, yeah, they obviously had a great year last year for the Knights. So I think the pennies dropped for him in, in, at this point in his career. And he just looks in amazing shape. And he's become a real leader of that footy club. So, I reckon we're, we're going to see another cracking year out of Kaelin Ponga this year. Reedy,
3: really, the decision from the Dogs to make Stephen Crichton captain. I love it. I love it. Where are you with it? Um,
6: I'm intrigued by it. Wait, oh. Because, you know, obviously Reid and um, Matty Burnt were captains here last year and, and, you know, I know they struggled and they had a bad year, but um, to make such a quick switch to Steve Crichton when he hasn't been there that long, it surprised me. I think it caught a lot of us off guard. I'm intrigued why you love it
3: way though. What, yeah. what, what, what? why do you what, love it? I, I played against him last year and I'm telling you, he just had this edge and presence in the field and that's amongst a Penrith team that all have presence out there and I just think he's primed. The opportunity for him to you know, get out in front and, and speak more and be at the coach's side, I, I think he's already, in my opinion, up there with Joey Marno as the best centre in the competition. I, I think this will elevate his game and it'll take some pressure off Reid Marty and Matt Burden and just let them worry about their own game. So, I like it. I hope he has a good season and I hope it goes well for him.
6: The other thing with Steve is he's a bit of a spark plug off the field, right? He brings that tempo and brings that, he leads the way in, in bringing a positive vibe around training. I think probably that's something they haven't had in the last couple of years at Canterbury. It's been a really tough place to play and sometimes that, that reflects in the training environment. I think Steve probably brings a, a bit of an up-tempo, up-five edge to it. So, I think it's not just on the field with Steve. I think the, the decision that obviously... Uh, Kelly Sorraldo's made is as much about off the field and what Steve brings off the field is, as it is isn't, um, in terms of what he brings on the field. Yeah, of course, the coach knew him for a few
1: years there at the Panthers mm. too, so maybe you've been sitting there going, I can't wait to get this energy into the dressing room and put a seat beside his name. Rudy, enjoy the rest of your time in Fiji and uh, look forward to seeing is you in guy, Vegas,
3: he, brother
6: see we got deal. We're going to have to dinner or something, or over really there, something up. I'll yeah. let you know,
2: Reedy. Oh yeah, I <laughs> a oh, Don't worry about that, mate. Pull <laughs> <laughs> up hey, a knucker, mate. You just do your stuff on PG, brother. Love you, big fella.
1: It is all about a scam, boys. Have you been involved? Been taken out by a scam over the years? Oh mate, I'll, yeah, I've been involved. Actually, you know, yeah, I've been it's involved in one shock. or two. Yeah, no. <laughs>
2: okay, so must have been in two thousand five, I think. Yeah, so. It was the end of season trip. Uh, wallabies after Wallabies, Tara joins me, and then Locky, uh, he finished a kangaroo tour. So we said, "I oh, will meet. We'll meet up in New York. You know, we'll go to New York and nice. we'll go on a little tour Miami and Vegas." We, so we'll... you, you and Darren Lockie are yeah. always great mates. Yeah. from your Broncos days. Yeah, right. and then also, and our wives are like best friends. So we're both in the, the wedding party. Okay. Anyway, um, so um, we wanted to go to Madison Square Garden to watch uh, New York Knicks nice. play Chicago
1: Bulls. Mm. Oh, so how good. So, so you're wearing the bull shirt today. You love the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I
2: know. So anyone that knows Dan Lockyer, he's a very good businessman. Okay. Okay. So rather than go to Ticketek and get the thing, he goes, "No, no, we'll get them off the scalpers." Oh no! Oh mate! Oh mate! And I said, "Well, mate, not yeah, on, a, not, not in New York, not when you've got well, one opportunity." I know. So anyway, so yep, he buys them off the scalpers. There's four tickets. We go in, and the bloke goes,
3: "Duds." Uh-uh.
2: Oh, so, no. But that's okay. So, And then he was so embarrassed, but then we went to the, the box and bought the four tickets. We went to see it, but I just let him have it all the time. So that was
1: unlucky. So, so you got there in the end, yeah. but it cost you double. Yeah, that's right. What about you, Wade? Eh?
3: Well, I don't know if it's a scam or just a, a more efficient way of dealing with an issue. So okay. 2007, 2006, I was in high school, grade 11, grade 12, but I was basically training full-time at Penrith um, so I was having a lot of time off school, right? And it was sort of the first time the schooling system, they, they used to send an automatic message when you were absent from school to your parents to let them know oh. that you weren't in attendance. And, you know, I was never doing anything wrong. My mum <coughs> and dad are all across it. I was going to training. So my mum had a couple of texts in a row and she rings me. I'm going to train, I'm train. Okay, no worries. So I thought, oh, I'll just nip this in the bud nice and early. So... The next, um, the next day, I just forged a little note from my mum saying that she changed her phone number and signed it, and handed it to the office. I changed it to my own number, that's so a scam, mate. every time that's a scam, I wasn't but... at school, yeah. the school would text me and say, "Yeah, you're, you're absent. It's your son's absence."
1: A couple of issues there, yeah. first of the forging your mother's, uh, you know, letter and her signature. Yep. That's I think that's a criminal offence. Yeah. And then but a great idea though to scam. Yeah,
3: it's just a more efficient way to deal with things. Yeah. I was always at training under the care of the coaches and the and the Yeah, it was staff, all good. So it was all good. Yeah. That's actually to be clever. fair.
2: To be fair, you debuted at 17 too, so like because uh, I played against you in your first year.
3: Yeah, well, basically from you know, I'd like to say like maybe the end of year ten to start of year eleven. I was training three, four times a week at, at Penrith <laughs> okay. anyway. It so. all worked out okay for yeah. you in the end. But the
1: the scams that were after, one triple three, five, three, give us a call. Your scams coming up next. Plenty of calls to get through, Joe. Start the ball rolling. What was your oh, okay. scam, Joe?
5: Uh, well, a few years ago, when you could order, um, when you could order people do Dominoes, you can change the ingredients, and there were options to change oil to pretty much anything. So you could change oil for prawns. So I did that quite regularly. <laughs> I won't lie. Oh. And then, I've, and then a few years, six months later, then you I. You know, order the pizza, and then you, that was removed, so you couldn't do it anymore, so it was so, a shame.
1: So oil was super cheap, but you could chuck prawns in and get them for a cheap price is what you're saying.
5: Well, before you – now there's no option to change oil as, as an ingredient, but before there was an option to change that, mm. and you could pretty much change it for anything. That oh, was so crazy. just a
3: one in, one out one in change? Mm. Is the exchange? Much. It? No, okay. you, you love that until no,
5: Joe ruined it for everyone. Good <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> <caught> on, they
1: <laughs> <caught much>. on, <laughs> good on you, Joe. Thanks for calling, mate. Much appreciated.
3: Gab from Moorbank, mate. What were you involved in? Well,
9: I've got. A, I really wouldn't call it a scam, boys. I'd call it more of an opportunist.
3: Uh, <laughs> ah, uh, we love I it. I like it.
9: I've travelled to Vegas plenty of times, and for my honeymoon, you know of done the old thing with the wife where I've gone, I'm going to get you a suite that overlooks the Strip, babe. I'll make it one of the greatest times of your life. And <laughs> flying over there as you do and, you know, kicked into the room, pull the curtains open, and I'm looking at a car park. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding. I said to my wife, I didn't fly all this way to look at a goddamn mm-hmm. car park. She goes, oh, don't worry about it, babe. It's our honeymoon. It's so, hang on a minute. So, as I rummage through the room looking for the freebies, shampoos, coffees, you know, the slippers, <laughs> as we all do, yeah. I found a dirty pair of undies sitting in the cupboard.
3: Oh, um, here we go. And they
9: weren't mine. So, obviously, the previous people have left them there. So, straight away, I'm on the Al Capone. leverage bit of I leverage. I <laughs> said, so I found these dirty undies in the room. I travelled all the way. And I bummed it on. Yeah. Straight to the penthouse boys for three oh. nights. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's so good. With a $100 $100 bar bill and every time I've been back to Vegas, I always take another pair of dirty under. Yeah.
1: Oh. 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 Right, too good. Too too good. Let's talk to this man.
0: Well, this next fella really is a wanderer. And I don't mean as in he's a soccer player representing the Western Sydney Wanderers. I mean like in that song. footballing world, Rizzy Raw, Kaiserslautern, Freiburg, Fortuna Düsseldorf, Dynamo Dresden, but I also do mean as in a soccer player representing Western Sydney Wanderers, because that's where he is these days. Fun fact, unless you don't want to feel old, this guy was born in 1995, so he was watching that golden generation of socceroos beat Japan in that magical 3-1 game at Kaiserslautern when he was 11. Oh, it's a wonderful As mentioned, Kaiserslautern was one of the clubs that he wound up at. Very cool. He also wound up on Triple M's Rush Hour for a few minutes with Gus Jude and Wendell, which you're about to hear. Please welcome Brandon Varello.
1: Yeah, he's a good man too and he's back from injury and and (laughs) back in the studio
10: again. How are you, brother? Yeah, cheers boys, I've made it back so I'm buzzing.
1: Absolutely, (laughs) but the the club is under pressure at the moment. You know, you need to get some wins. How are you feeling getting back into it with your own body as well as obviously knowing you need to perform?
10: Oh yeah, look, it's high energy at the moment. Um, I've been back for about three weeks uh, fully with the team. Uh, I've had two games now, one against, oh, don't quote me, it's been a week now, uh, <laughs> but the last game was Central Coast. I uh, Got a few more minutes in the tank, hopefully a few more this week. Um, but, yeah, regarding results, it's been a tough one. We've obviously had outside factors that I guess you could factor into the whole, um, you know, results uh, team. Uh, but it's just one of those things at the moment as a, as a playing group, you've got to sort of come together. I'm sure you've experienced yep. it. Um, it's not as easy uh, when you feel like things are going against you, but yeah, we just stand stronger together as a team, and it's great to see the fans are coming coming together as well. And it's not just our own fans. Um, I've had fans from other teams that we've played against say, you know, we stand with you, which is uh, which is great to see. So the league's in a good spot. Hmm.
2: I'll tell you know what else is great is uh, the Sydney Derby next week. You know Sydney FC they've been flying high. They're one point above you guys now. How are you feeling about that? It's there's no better there's no better
10: derby, is there? <laughs> no, there's no better derby. Um, yeah, especially you know considering now with the results they're one point ahead of us. So um, yeah, we'd love to 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 get one over them at home and then go above them and hope you know, hopefully push them outside the six, which would be great. You did talk about
1: uh, things being outside of the game sometimes. Obviously, your coach is suspended. You've got a few other players suspended <laughs> yeah. as well. Like I know Mark well. He's a, he's a champion, champion fella. Ball, yeah. he, he's, he's he's fiery. He's passionate and so forth. How How's that been for you guys to cope with suspension
10: of coach as well as some gun players? Oh, Look, I think our boss, you know, he might cop a little bit of flack um, from the media in terms of him being so outspoken. But I think it was just one of those moments where it's happened time and time again and, you know, he decided to, you know, put us on his back and said, I'll take one for the team, which uh, I think the boys really respect. Uh, and we see that as, you know, bringing us together going forward, which was which was great to see. I mean, obviously the outcome is he's suspended for, for two games plus one. Um, but, you know, he asks a lot of his players. Um, we've got some uh, mature players there that, you know, are ready to step up and sort of fill that role on the pitch when obviously he's not barking orders at you from the sideline. Yeah. <laughs> so a few of the boys are happy about that. But... Um, <laughs> That's, that's probably the hardest thing about it, not having your coach on the sideline.
3: Well, on to you, Brandon. Last month, you re-signed for another three years. You're an Adelaide native. Yeah. Does three years now mean you've adopted West, Western Sydney as home? And before yeah. you enter, I'm originally a Western Sydney boy. So <laughs> three years is a long time.
10: It's a long time, but... um. You know, it, we made a joke about it. I wasn't the one that signed the contract. My wife was. Oh. Oh. So yeah. They all do, mate. <laughs> nah, they nah, all she do. Was, well, you're um, happily married, then. Yeah, yeah. happily yeah. married. Uh, she's more than comfortable in the West, um, and especially for me, you know, playing with the Western Sydney Wanderers, they they welcome me with open arms, and you know, it's sort of. To repay that, stay another three years. We couldn't be more happier. Oh, mate,
1: awesome. that is fantastic. And you're a part of Triple M now as well. Yeah, yeah. talk to you all the time. So that's great. And thanks so much for coming in. And best of luck just getting those minutes in the legs and hopefully a few victories into the finals as well. Thank you very much.
2: Actually, I can I ask you about uh, Mbappe? Do you reckon he's made a good choice by going to Real Madrid? Well, you, you're telling me, is it official or not? Yeah, we, we, we... Mate, we're we locked and loaded, mate. <laughs> we locked and loaded. Granted, <laughs> if it's said on this show, it's done. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like, he listens to the podcast. Yeah. He loves us. Do you reckon we... that's, if we're going to work for him, you reckon that's the club he should go to? Of course. It's he was never going anywhere else, nah, was he? Nah, I
10: yeah. mean, there was talks of, you know, Arsenal, Liverpool, oh, all yeah. this, but go to Spain, it's nice and sunny, good weather, mm. treat yourself. Yeah. yeah,
1: and his wife's last girlfriend may like <laughs> it there like your wife will. I'm sure, I'm sure she will. Western Sydney, that's beautiful. For all Wanderers updates, go to westernsydneywanderersfc.com.au. Brandon, thanks for coming in, mate. Cheers for having Legend. me, guys.
0: The Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell. Weekdays from 4 on Triple M.